What's up? We're back. Um, today, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what I learned from reading this book. And I just wrote a little quick note on it. And I'm just going to see if I can talk and try to get a little stretch the idea a little further on how to apply it and what to do with it. So, in Civilizations and its Discontents, one thing Sigmund Freud talks about is um, the love object. Love, in general. What is love? And before we get into love, we can even ask, why is love important? What is the point of love? And one of the things that Sigmund Freud talks about in his book is that we're all pretty much chasing a feeling. David Goggins says this too. We're chasing that feeling. You know, that's good. That good feeling. And we're avoiding that bad feeling. This can be shown most easily in the pain-pleasure principle. Um, That is, we want to go towards what gives us quote-unquote pleasure and away from what gives us pain. It's very easy to see that people want to go away from pain and towards pleasure. Uh, This can also be represented in a certain sense uh, in the Bible as heaven and hell. And this is, you know, just one example of many of how And Jordan Peterson talks about this too. A lot of religious texts give so much insight into how to live on a much deeper level than sometimes a lot of people even realize. These are the archetypal stories and Jordan argues that the Bible is basically like the perfect archetypal stories that have lasted so long. You know, it's pretty incredible to think of how long those stories have lasted, right? They are, you know, this is a whole nother topic. But anyways, to get back on track with the love object, what is, why is love important? Well, it's one of the main ways that human beings, me and you, can get happiness out of life. Sigmund Freud said there's a few different ways. You can do, a lot, some people do it through one's work. Some people do it through their community some people do it through satisfying some sort of creativity some people do it through drugs they take drugs some people do it through fantasy that's a lot of art and film you know they get their happiness that good feeling in life through this and it's important to note too that art it it can give a very high high level of feeling satisfaction to people not to be discounted think of people like Shakespeare or Mozart with music these are people that have achieved great things number one but number two they chose the method of art and you could argue mixed in with a little bit of one's work to get the use of creativity really to get that good feeling out of life um now, I do want to mention everything I say here. I'm just trying to talk to get ideas out. I will refrain from saying any of these ideas are 100% true. Because uh, I don't know. <laughs> so let's go back to what Sigmund Freud was talking about with the love object, though. So love is a way that you can get happiness out of life. Okay, love is important. And you can just tell, like, a lot of people want to be in love, right? Uh, myself included, like, I don't know if you do. 
but you, you might have a friend that does. You just have a desire to have a romantic companion and to fall in love. And you might have some sort of fantasies even of what love would look like, what your love life would look like, how that would feel, what that would be. A lot of people want to be in love. So it's important. But the two kinds of loves that are, it was interesting you talked about, there was that the all-encompassing love, equal, unconditional love for everything around you. And then there's that love that isn't equal because Sigmund said, when you divide up, when you give equal love everywhere, love loses a little bit of its importance because how it was once undivided, it was, it was, it was focused before. Now, it's unconditional everywhere. It gives two different experiences of life. So in the all equal loving everywhere, this can be seen in religions like Buddhism, or the Buddha, or the, what's that guy, the Dalai Lama, the yogi, that has equal love for everything. The yogi, the monk that lives up in the rocks and meditates all day and has no enemies and has love for his enemies. That is the equal love and love and it gives a much different experience than the other love. And that experience that the monk gets, the monk gets, is one of joy. And more, you know, more often you hear the word, one of peace. That monk is at peace with the world. Um, I want to cross, but that monk is at peace. The other type of love, let's call this love type B is the one we talked about where you have, you know, not for everybody. This new type of love, you know, it's for that romantic partner, maybe your family, maybe your friends, you know. At its pinnacle, it's the romantic partner or child. You know, that's the pinnacle of the kind of love type B that you'll see. And you can see tons of examples of this, you know, in the archetypal story of the father sacrificing himself for the son or the mother for their children. Or you can see this very, very easily in the story of Romeo and Juliet. These are two characters that both share the same love type B of loving objects or certain objects and not all objects equally, not all objects equally. Sorry, I repeated myself there. Uh, with this love type B, Romeo and Juliet, they experience extremely high levels of satisfaction when together, extremely high levels of joy, intense pleasure, intense good feeling, intense love. And when they were together, the world was at its best and it could never be topped. And it was just ecstasy. But when they got separated, I think what happens is Romeo goes to get Juliet, go after her, and Romeo faints, or Juliet takes a potion and faints, and Romeo kills, Romeo kills himself, or Juliet kills herself, one of the two, as soon as they find out the other one died. Because once the other one died, and they could no longer have them in their life. Their love object has decayed and dissoluted. Their body is done. 
life wasn't worth living and they killed themselves and you can see that kind of that bipolar nature and that second type right there it's extreme happiness versus extreme sorrow or sadness um yeah i'm gonna end this podcast here for that thought but i'm gonna start it up right after because i have another thought i want to share